Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hello guys, welcome to episode 122 of the Property Magicians Podcast. I know, every time I say this, I can't believe that we have shown up for this, not even counting bonus lessons, New Year's I know. Uh, this podcast. We have shown up consistently in this podcast for more than 122 episodes. It is. <laughs> it is more than 122. This is amazing. Oh and God. loving it. Loving and it. And yeah. Yeah. Definitely loving it. So, welcome, guys, uh, to episode 122. If you've just joined us, we are the Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa. I help women of color heal ancestral money trauma so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. I'm the founder of Wealthy Money, but I'm also the co-founder of this podcast and also the co-founder of the Property Magician Stockfile, together with my incredible co-host. <laughs> Hi there, Ben. Gosh, the contrast of me wearing a polo neck and you in a sarong and a bikini is just not lost on me, by the way. It's minus one degrees at Johannesburg. So property magicians, um, having rented about my envy. <laughs> Hi. I keep telling you, I've got a two-bedroom apartment. The spare room is for you. I've been telling you from the jump. You don't have to do winter. <laughs> My today reality is that I am in a freezing Johannesburg with the heater <laughs> on and a scarf and a turtleneck. Anyhow, I'm Dr. Miranda. I am Prop Doc Mom. I am a property mentor for beginners and I help professionals to either build a property portfolio or to earn passive income from property investing. I am the co-host of this podcast, loving it, 122 episodes later, counting. And I am the co-founder of the property magician Stockfeld doing absolutely incredible things. We are on to deal five, guys. We've gone back to our developer on the way to um, holdings and we are doing deal five with them. We are borrowing the upfront fees, so funds so that they can proceed with their project and we are getting a return of 17%. So if you want to join us, please go and download the Stockfeller app. If you are in South Africa, Namibia, Lesotho and Swaziland, you can in those countries, you can access the app where you do the investment. For everyone else in international world, Botswana, anywhere in Africa and the world, you are welcome to, to deposit your monies into our bank account. Find us at wealthy-money.com forward slash Stockfell, S-T-O-K-V-E-L, wealthy-money. Dot com forward slash stockfell and you will find all the details over there. There is also learning material because every month now we hold a webinar because our whole point is you learn as you earn, you earn as you learn, 
right? So we're going yeah. to be bringing you all sorts of webinars on property investing and educating yeah. you as you earn. That's yeah. our skill. That's our skill. And today's guest, guys, you are in for a treat <laughs> and beyond. When I asked Sue Granger to come onto the podcast then, the issue was that I had gone to visit her at the property that she has just flipped from a five-bedroom house, single-family house, into a multi-let of nine bachelor units, right? With three yeah. others that still need to be, to be renovated. That was the point. My visit there was to go and see. She got mentored by me via WhatsApp. I and love that's, it. That's all, that's all the access we could we couldn't meet. We couldn't meet. We we're both busy. Yeah. And and she promised me a podcast if I mentor her. So she came onto the podcast. And oh, my goodness, wow. are you going to are you going to be awed? She is a sustainable um sustainable uh, small subsistence farmer, and she is a she's a creative. She makes handbags. Mm -hmm. Uh, leather handbags that are South African made and she has got a nine-to-five job at one of the big banks and she's a property investor. So oh my gosh. The best time flipper. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Guys. So this this podcast is really, really incredible. I mean, we've, we start off by talking about food sustainability and utilizing a small plot of land to grow food. And I really would love us to have another podcast just on that. Just because on that. If you haven't listened to episode 20, we've got two episode 20s. Go back and listen to the importance of land and food because property is not just about the building itself and making money from that and making money from that, but it's also about how do you use land in such a way that you can actually save money and maybe even make money that the land itself that your property is on can start to become a an extra stream of revenue because it is making money for you and you're growing food, right? So yeah. she doesn't know, but um, she'll definitely be her services, not just for my mother, but also because of Chile, right? We run, like I, um, my mentee has James Chile, and this is something that we are talking a lot about with her, like, there's no other way. Once you start producing as much chili and making as much chili as she's making, you just have to find a way to supply that chili. And that chili. Yeah. there comes a point where you have to become your own supplier. So this podcast is incredible. I loved it for that. But also just what Mizo said was just everything about this is incredible. So if you're a first-time flipper, you want to go into real estate for the first time. This podcast is for you because it's going to yeah. inspire you. It's going to inspire you. Yeah. And I love the fact, um, actually what Sue doesn't, that didn't share is that much as she is a, a sustainable farmer, she does sell her produce at mm -hmm. very high-end markets in Johannesburg. What? Because she, yes. 
She only does high-end markets. You know, the ones that are on Saturday in these funky, funky, funky suburbs, Rosebank, and the organic markets and whatever. That's where she sells her her fresh produce. And she's always sold out because she doesn't produce a lot. She gets there in the morning. She's very well known. Her people come straight to her. They know exactly what they want. That's how that's how it works with Sue. So wow. let's get into this podcast. But she's coming back because we really need to talk about pieces of land inside of estate, guys. Inside of the estate. Yeah. Miso, we need to have this conversation back. For now, guys, without further ado, we give you Susan Granger. Welcome to the show, Sue. It's so lovely to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Uh, Thank you um, for having me. It's an honor. And um, I think we're going to have fun. (laughs) I think we're going to have lots of fun, actually. (laughs) It feels like I've had the two of you in the same room uh, before. For some reason, it just feels very familiar. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll have to do coffee when I'm in Joburg for like a short minute, guys. Like I'm pretty much done. Whatever I needed to get out of that city, I'm done with it. Like I've gotten it out for this lifetime. So it's short service now. <laughs> but soon, tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? And how do you define yourself as a soul? Um, wow. So I am a creator. Um, I love creating. Um, all my all my adventures, um, I call them that because I don't think I don't think they're jobs to me. Um, all my adventures are to do with what I feel inside me, deep inside me, and and also um, I love creating. I love working with my hands, and I want to see something from nothing growing that's always been my my philosophy in my businesses and um um and so it's just i'm just a simple girl um i i I love africa i'm passionate about africa i think that's the one thing that you will get from from me um i love i love women advancement i don't call it empowerment because i just feel like women are already we already empowered and um i'm a feminist um i know someone on on facebook that's gonna comment about this comment (laughs) but i am i'm pro-woman uh first um and foremost um why would you not be pro who you are I know, I know what well, you're saying, but, but I'm well, just emphasizing it that so that, you know, she you knows. know, she know. They, they now know, you know, so <laughs> I, I would, I would support a woman first mm. um, on top mm. of anybody else. It really doesn't matter their color, but, yeah, um, but women are, uh, up there and then the rest. (laughs) Tell us about your several hats that you wear because the reason you and I are friends, we keep I keep bumping into you doing such diverse, diverse things and including the property one. You know, Mizo, I I I think 
I think I am a gift. I'm not boasting, but (laughs) I I, I think or bragging, but I think I am a gift because I just feel like the, the work that I do is not it's not everyday work. And, and, and I know people have opinions about the work that I do. Some people think, oh my gosh, like she can't do anything. Do you actually really um, like plant your own plants? And I was like, when I started this business, it was just me. Which is which business is this? The, especially the, the growing. Um, so people always think like, oh, you are this bougie girl that doesn't. Can I just backtrack us a little bit, Sue? Can you explain in detail what it is that you what actually? Is it? Mm-hmm. So, so okay, let me let me start from the beginning. The reason why um, I started um, growing food is um, it was a passion for me um, seeing the decay. On, on that we that we doing on mother nature and I had to go out there and figure out is there a way that we can grow without destroying so basically that's the core of my business um the mm-hmm. growing business so and it's we called to, it's called Nubian Q Eben Boutique Farms now it used to be called uh, Nubian Q Eben Patch but now we we upgraded to be a farm uh, and yes, it's still at my house, but we do have the farm at my house. So we grow organically. Um, we don't use fertilizers. We don't use um, chemicals of any sort. We use everything that's in the land uh, is put back into the land. So yeah. that's that, those are the things that we use as our fertilizers and and our 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 uh, manure. And we also use plants. So we do interplanting uh, where we use plants like mints. Um, your mints, they chase away the pests that could eat things like broccoli. So, so we do what we call companion planting. Instead of us pr- spraying um, chemicals, we use other plants that we plant in between um, other crops so wow. that they um, they chase away the bad pests, um, but without killing the pests, because all pests, bad and good, uh, they deserve to be here. They serve a purpose. So basically, we we are conscious about how Mother Nature and its ecosystem works. works. Um, and yeah, basically, that's the core of our business. And we also help people uh, set up their sustainable um, gardens, food okay. gardens. We only do food gardens. We don't do flowers and and all that because to us that is uh, a useless thing to um, to do. We don't eat mm-hmm. flowers. Um, we're trying to eradicate hunger in Africa, um, and also in doing that, I have had um, I've got a seed bank. Um, that I've started creating for myself. Oh, um, I tell you. Um, so our seed bank is quite vast. We do, at the moment, we probably are sitting at 400 species of different herbs, different um, crops. Um, different, um Yeah, um, different right. trees. Um, so basically, basically, I am... I've got a bigger picture. If I had all the money in the world, I'll probably do like a proper 
building where I can actually keep these seeds. Um, at the moment, they are just at my house. And, and I know there will come a time when people are going to break into my house to steal the seeds. <laughs> <laughs> you all, before she even, in her humbleness, this garden she's talking about is around a villa. You know, your usual three-bedroom villa in a high-end suburb. And the neighbors are probably thinking, what the heck, this woman, she's growing yeah. Anything yeah. from mango to maize meal. To I'm telling you, we it is, it is our, in a suburb. Yeah, we, <laughs> all my food, I grow all my food, basically. You're growing maize in maize. Uh, an estate. Yes. And you mangoes. My mom has mango trees. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, yes. then the same amount of of food that your mom has is at 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 Sue's villa which is the same size as my house <laughs> around the house yes and, and we then, still have a swimming pool we still have they do a basketball court we still they do um, you know and we we have all our food but can i say when i went I'm telling you, when I went the second time at Sue's house, the security at the at the at the at the, at the estate, remember what I told you, Sue? She yeah. was like, Oh, you're going to, I'm trying to to reach out for your surname. I, I forgot the surname. Granger is yeah. too difficult. I'm like, Sue, I, I'm going to Sue. Ah, ah, I'm looking for the sister. Ah, the lady with the garden outside. Ah, no. <laughs> we know her. She grows food on the garden, on the outside, where there is supposed to be a food, a little strip like this. And when, <gasps> you leave, and when you leave Sue's house, you always leave with food because there's almost always there's so all, much. That's the whole point. That's the whole reason why I grow. Um, the, the, <gasps> the gardeners that work in this estate, if I have overflowing, I tell them, can you pick and take to your home? Um, yeah. th that's the whole point. And for me, yeah. imagine if every house that's in this estate did the same, just that little bit. Um, we will feed the world. We will be able. That's so, basically. I am just in awe, okay? Because I want to say right now, what you have done is incredible because as you're talking, I'm just thinking one of my friends called me from Miami. She lived in Miami and she was saying that she's having to pay $200 a week alone yeah. just for fruit. Forget the other food. Because yeah, just $200 just for fruit. And a lot of my friends globally are complaining about the price of food. Yeah. So what you're talking about is so key. I just want to keep taking us just a step back. So mm -hmm. you learn about this. You learn, you decide that you want to do sustainable food yes. production. Yes. yes. But you see that, why did you not think, I need a farm? I need to go buy land? Um, I was supposed That's to. So initially... In August last year, I was supposed to move into a farm. Yeah. And then obviously, Alex happened. 
and everything was um, just put onto a stop because first of yeah. all, I did not think I'll be able to, I'll have the capacity in my soul um, to, 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 to take on um, that adventure in that capacity. So, mm-hmm. so I, I stopped it. Uh, we had to, we had to stop, but basically, yes, I am. It's, it's in my, um, it's in my to-do list. That's what I would call it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want a farm. So because obviously I grow organically, it, it's not going to be your normal farm. I want to create a place where it's like an imbizo, you know, like people would come and taste you know, mm-hmm. pick something, taste it. So, mm-hmm. so also what I didn't mention to you guys is I grow herbs that are medicine. And I'm, I'm talking about same herbs. Basil, um, yes, I do have in purple. And you know that you can actually use it in a dessert and um, mm-hmm. bring so much nutrition into your body. Um, so I work with herbs. I've got I've got probably maybe forty or fifty uh, different types nice. of herbs that do different. So I'm gonna come to you, Shane, for my mother because my mother is a herbalist, and she yeah, yeah. And, and and you don't you don't even to have to be an herbalist that's that people will perceive as now you're being weird, but. It's all the herbs that we, if you know what I mean, you know, like the moment you mention that people, people are like, oh, you know, Vanilla, Vanilla, Vanilla grew up being weird because she was only given herbs. <laughs> so she's laughing. Listen, let, let me, let me tell you a story, um, guys. This is like a touching story, but I, when Alex caught COVID, and my daughter caught COVID. We didn't know they had COVID. So we, we, we were in the house together. We were, we were doing everything together. But mm. I have never caught COVID in my entire life. Because mm. I, I used to, to drink. When 2020 hit, I made it my, uh, my task to make sure that I make herbs for them to drink. But obviously mm-hmm. they are the older ones. Some will say, no, this stinks, or oh, guava leaves are bitter, or this and that and that. Um, and, and, and obviously they're old, I couldn't force them. Of course. But me and my son, we, I had to force my son because he was my responsibility. And me and him, we've never caught COVID, even though, we you were in the same we, house. We, like, like yeah. it, it, I can't explain it, but you just have to have that experience for you to understand. Mm. So, so, so basically, that's what I decided to do. Sorry, Sorry. guys. Sorry, guys. That's what that's- I decided to do. Um, yeah. and, um, and I actually realized that you know, these things that we have forgotten, they, they are the real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
and 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 I've never stopped. I even went on to create a tea. I have a tea that I've created for people that have suffered from COVID, and yeah. it has ingredients that strengthens your lungs. Because yeah. I know if you have COVID, um, you're, 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 you are battered and bruised. Yeah. yeah. And long COVID is beginning to show its signs on some people. But exactly. Sue, let me just take but, you back. Oh. Me, okay, go, go on then. Go on. I was going to say, Lisa, just to not remind you a little bit of Mangala. I mean, like, we've already discussed my mom, but... <laughs> oh, my God! Like mom, Sue, I was in Sri Lanka when COVID hit, and I was telling everyone, I wasn't even given an option. She was like, I planted up... She has over 100 trees, and she also plants her own cotton to make cotton she has over 100 trees in her yard and when COVID hit she started just planting herbs on top yeah. of the 100 trees and fruit and veggies and everything yeah. she just started planting <laughs> everything. she was like this thing is going to affect global food sustainability and she was like man whatever happens know that Sri Lanka is here and that we have food yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. she like give right. me her I would wake up first thing in the morning, the whole of 2020, I was like drinking herbs. She was just like, I don't even want an argument. (laughs) I was, I was like that. And, and I actually, you know, a friend of, I've got a friend of mine that's, that lives in Cape town. So, um, and I've, I've been sending her my tea. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, the one day she sent me a message on my WhatsApp and she was like, Sue, you are a medicine woman. You are. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. she said to me that she, she, she discarded everything that she's been taking to give Mighty a chance. A chance. And, mm-hmm. and, and she says, you have to experience it for for you to understand. And, and, yeah. and, I, and I think that's, that's the work I want to do. I want people to have mm. an experience so for them to understand. That's the importance. Um, but let, of, me, let, let me stop you there because the other part of you, the creative, <laughs> my crazy creative friend yeah. is... Um, I asked you to come to the podcast because yeah. you you took property mentorship by WhatsApp. Yeah. And, ended up, <laughs> and yeah. have ended up with the multi-let. So yeah. I want you to speak about the multi-let as well, how you got to buying that property and how you got mentored through WhatsApp. You know, um, I think... I think that property, I could say it was um, uh, a beautiful um, accident. Yeah. Beautiful accident that also whispered to me to say, Sue, you need to survive. And, And the space you are in, yes, you have these other things that are happening, um, and, and, and I did all this. Most people ask me, um, how did you do it? How did you do grieving and, and building? 
And, so you and, bought the house after your husband had died? Yes. Don't remember mm. now. Mm. Yes. It was it was after Alex had died. He had just died. Mm. And then I I realized, you know, we, we were already on a journey of, of mm. property, but mm. but then I realized that you know I needed to survive. I've got two kids that um, mm. are my dependents now. And, mm. and, you know, like children, children of today uh, mm. or, 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 or children that are like my children, you know, you almost mm. feel guilty that, you know, I, I might not be able to give them what they are accustomed to. And okay. I think for me, that was the ring. It was a guilt, a guilty mm. ring in my mm. head. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it pushed me. And that house, I have a good, 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 good friend. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. one of them is on the screen. <laughs> so, um, so I've been talking. Um, Mizo, mm-hmm. you've met you've met and he's been he's been um like my motivator because mm-hmm. I've been the work that he's been doing especially in the Yovel area. And I decided then that, you know, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do with my life. And knowing me, Mizo, I don't, I don't take shortcuts. I never, ever take shortcuts. I don't do that. And um, so I started, I started looking for, uh, I called Mizo and I was like, Mizo, you're going to mentor me. And I ain't paying, I'm, I'm not paying you at this point but i'm gonna need your information your payment is gonna come i know that it's gonna come so so i started asking her questions and i've never been in construction i've never been um i've never done any flipping this is my first ever so i started asking her like what do i need um a lawyer uh you can you can just imagine I had two lawyers just to be safe. <laughs> you know, I hired two lawyers just to be safe because I don't do shortcuts. I don't want problems because problems are expensive. Yeah. Uh, so so I decided, okay, Mizo, give me a lawyer, you know, uh, give me an architect. Um and I was oh, yeah. not, yes, you gave me the architect, you gave me the lawyer. Um, you gave me, um, you, 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 you started telling me about, ah, Sue, that is so expensive. That house is expensive. And I was like, in my mind, yes, I hear you, Mizo, but this house has spoken to me and I see the vision. The vision is clear. It's crystal Mm. clear. Mm. Then I started, um, I started the process. Um, I've never really done it personally, but it was such which, a... Which process did you start? The, 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 the process of the actual purchasing of the property. Of the, the property, yeah? Yeah, and, and, mm. and I thought... Tell us you know, about that. Was it, did you have any fears? Did you have any doubts? And if if they were not there, what helped you through that? Me, so I, I, I you, you know, I'm not, 
I'm fearless, man. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, I was <laughs> just born say like it. That. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm, say I'm it. Fearless. <laughs> like if I make my mind about something, right. one, I know it's not gonna fail. Yeah. Because of all the work and all mm. the digging that I am gonna do before I jump into it. Okay. So I am a planner by profession. Okay. Not not yeah, by profession if you see me. Yeah. <laughs> but I love planning. And I think mm. what I have learned doing this flip, planning mm-hmm. is planning is very, very important. Very important. Yeah. I know you get then to an environment that people don't have the same respect as you have. Mm. And which is okay because we are different, you know, and there are some times where I had to just like, you know what, Sue, let it go. Mm. Just, you know, let it go. Let, let, let these people do what they have to do and then they can be out of here. So the process of buying the property was, was actually really easy because mm-hmm. after you referred a lawyer to me, um, she actually told me, ah, Sue, you paid me, but then you have nothing to fear because the 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 people that appointed, yeah mm-hmm. that were appointed by the by the seller they I actually went to school with one of the um, one of the guys so I know them very well I could have told you that if I had known um, and 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 I think from that moment when she said something like that I was um, I'm a feeling person so I feel mm-hmm. a lot and mm-hmm. and when she said that I realized that okay, I'm doing the right thing. I've yeah. got the right team on my yeah. con- in my corner. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and from then on, I think I was, I was at ease because I could phone Agnella and ask her, um, what do I do? Uh, what's this? And, and I would make her read line by line. I am like that. <laughs> <laughs> and explain it to me. <laughs> So, so even though she said that I paid her, but she didn't do much, she worked on that part. So, so for me, I think having the right people that mm. also respect and sees your vision is mm. very, very important. And mm. I needed that because this was my first time uh, flipping something. And I needed people that have a know-how. And Ndabezinche was that God-sent person. So he was my project manager and he was there every single day. And I will mm-hmm. tell you, Mizo, I know that you, people expect journeys to be, to be all messed up all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. In my case, the only thing that was messed up, but because also I'm pedantic, was the time. Mm. But I must tell you that people have these horror stories of people uh, stealing um, cement, stealing that and stealing that. I never, I did not have that. And I said, maybe then I am blessed because um, I did not have any, any of that. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. told you the only thing that made me mad was that time. 
was time. Because mm -hmm. I had, I had um, um, a date I had in mind for the people to move in. And that mm -hmm. date passed. Then I started like, oh my gosh, I've spent so much money. And now we're still here. You know, we're still like traveling along. But then I also realized that, like they say, patience is a, is a virtue. I realized that it was not time yet for the people mm. to move in. Mm. And, and on the 1st of June, and mind you, the, this flip was big. It was big for someone who's doing it for the first time. For mm -hmm. people, even the builder, he sat with me and he said to me that, he said to us, me and Dava, that this job is big. I've never done a job this big. So tell mm -hmm. us about this house. Um, yeah. What is, what type of a, what type of a flip was it? What did you buy and what did you flip it into? So, so because I'm a, I'm a conscious, I'm an earth conscious person. Mm. We recycled probably 60% of, of the stuff of the materials, like your, your, your window, your window panes, um, your windows, if we could. Oh, sorry. Um, I just want to take you just a step back because I know the questions I went to, I was asking. Okay. Tell us about the actual house. Tell us how you found it. What how many units was it? What what is it? Because right now, what we're property not... did you buy? Yes. So yeah. it was a house. It was a um, it was a single um, a family single house. Family, a single mm -hmm. family house. But how the many night, rooms? How many was, rooms? It mm. had it had five bedrooms and mm -hmm. a kitchen. Mm -hmm. uh and a bath and one bathroom and one toilet mm -hmm. and when mm -hmm. we when we did the walkabout i actually realized that we can so it also had a patio that mm -hmm. was done and yeah. we decided to take that patio and make it into an apartment so yeah. When we when we when we looked so, at it, we were like, "Sorry, oh, Sue. Mm -hmm. so, just sorry. It's a five bedroom, one bath, one toilet with patio, but it's got other rooms outside and." Oh yes, yes. Describe the has, whole property. It, mm -hmm. it is the the whole property. It's got um other outside dwellings, um mm -hmm. where those outside dwellings we have a plan. No, just hold on. Just tell us about the property first. Okay. So, 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 sorry, sorry, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm running away with it. Yeah. Um. So, so it's a, it's a, it's a single dwelling, five bedrooms, uh, a kitchen, a bathroom, and a toilet. Mm -hmm. Right. And then on the outside, it has a salon. Mm -hmm. So the owner of that house had um, people renting a salon um, yeah. that comes into the yard, but from the outside. And oh. next to the salon, there's other uh, rooms that they had. Three. And I think three, three or three. No, it's three. two rooms. 
It's two, two rooms with yeah, a bathroom. Two, yeah, with a bathroom and a toilet. Mm-hmm. And 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 the, do you want the size of the? No, the it's fine. But just to describe the the property, and then you have flipped it into how many units now in total? So we flipped it into nine units, nine mm-hmm. self-contained units. Mm-hmm. So basically, each unit has got mm-hmm. a bathroom. Uh, and a kitchen, mm-hmm. and a kitchenette. Kitchenette. Yeah, and a kitchenette. Um, and it's got an open plan room. Yeah. Um, but the nicest thing with with those um, units, units, they are so they are so individual because mm-hmm. we decided to keep some of the features of the house that way that way they in mm-hmm. each unit so not not one unit is the same as the other they they, they're so unique Mm -hmm. and and i think for me the one thing that i wanted to create especially in that um in that area was dignity dignity Yes, it is. It, it still is. has those old parquet floors. So some of the units have kept parquet yes. floors yes. and the pressed ceilings and yes. the old fireplace. I really love yeah. it. I, I kept, really, I kept really love most it. of those in the, in yeah. the units because I yeah. thought, you know, if, if I am going to have the history of this house, I have to save it somehow, you know, mm-hmm. even if mm-hmm. it's just in a little way. And, yeah. and, and there was a lot of, of changes that had to be done because we had to find a way for the uh, plumbing. We had to put mm-hmm. brand new plumbing. New plumbing. Yo, that was that huge. Whole house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was a task and a half. Okay. Um, and we had to rewire the whole house. Initially, the house was not occupied for like three or four years. Oh my gosh, it was a dump. Yeah. It was a dump. So they kept like, do- when I went to go see it the first day, I got sick, me. So I was in, I, I went to, do- to the doctor, and the doctor was like, you, you're poisoned. I went, there was dog poo everywhere in the oh house kept the dogs inside and and I, I got sick I got sick for a couple of days but I still say to myself I see the vision yeah. I see the vision in this house um mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it looks like there were That's there true. were rodents running around mm-hmm. there were, it was it was bad it was beyond bad if you had seen it Luckily, I took videos of, of, mm-hmm. of the whole process from the day I went to go see it the first time until we made the pick. <laughs> so, but that made that made the value that that had eroded the value of the house, hence you could buy it at the price that you bought that it. That I did. Is, yes. Yeah. Can which you is, tell us about that? Sue, can you tell us about um, we love asking about the numbers on the podcast. If, you, if it's a no for you, we it's okay. We don't mind. Yeah. But can you, do you mind telling us about 
the purchase price and how much it took to renovate the place and also how long it took to renovate it. Um, so so the, the, the property I bought it for, I negotiated it for mm-hmm. 820 for eight hundred fifty thousand, yeah. um, and and to renovate it, we we still we had a budget of three hundred and fifty. Wow. Mm. Yes, but I I'm so confused by people's budgets because I feel attacked every time people come on here. I have to get it out of my system. I feel really upset because every time I hear people's budgets, it just reminds me how much I have paid to renovate places. Yeah, I, I, I need to breathe through this, but walk me through this budget. No, then. Cape, Town, um, Cape Town is special. Can I just yeah. say Cape Town is special? We are in Johannesburg. Just chill. <laughs> but you you probably have surpassed the 350 for the amount of plumbing. Yes, but you know but. It, it, it's not we, we haven't gone over. It's mm-hmm. probably I think we went about 30,000 over. No. So, so yes. far. Yes. You know what Vangile, what I'm what I'm trying to say is. Mm-hmm. You have to find a team that understands yes. vision. Yes. Absolutely. And understood the yes. vision. He understood. Um, I promise you that guy went to build us, build it. Corner even shop hardware. Yes. yes. Even yes. if you could save a hundred rand, he would do it. Yeah. Wow. So basically, when you take that and you and you and you put it in the vision, yeah, you you, you can do. I promise you, like he saved me a lot of mm. money because looking even at at the negotiations that he did with the people trying to 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 have the job done the best way. Was was just I was just like in awe of like how how do you get someone to do this job for that amount? You know, and he's like Honestly, asking for myself now. Dead serious here. Does he have connections in Cape Town? Will he fly to Cape Town? Like, he will. He will. He will fly to Cape Town then. And, and you know, I told him like you can do the, you can do this job because this is like your this is like a calling, you know. And 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 Vangile, let me tell you something. All my units are, are either tiled or wooden floors. I've got granite stone. I, I did not spare uh, for anything. Penny. Since I'm saying I wanted to give people dignity, I had to, I had to show myself in the, in the property that they're living in as well. Mm. My soul had to be in there. Mm. I, all the units have got granite stone. They've got new cabinet, brand new cabinets. Um, they've got tiled showers. Showers, bathrooms are, shower, are, are tiled floor to ceiling. Um, I did not spare anything. I've got instant water heaters. 
Yeah. Um, I've got Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, you know, I say to myself, I'm creating a brand. If yeah. I'm creating a brand, people have to know what type of um, a brand I'm creating. Creative. I want to be um, removed from the rest. Yeah. I want people to, 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 to know, to say, you know, I, I've, I've realized there's people, they, there's my tenants that have kids that go to school. And mm-hmm. I, I thought to myself, you know, these kids are going to need to do research for school. Uh, I'm like that. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just that person. Like, I am thoughtful. I'm precise. I, I love comfort. Um, mm-hmm. And if I love comfort, why can't I give it to the people that are paying me to live? so 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 for me all those things they were in the plan i was like Mm -hmm. i am going to give them free wi-fi free wi-fi that works i am Mm going to give them hot water we we moved away from 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 the geezers i don't know who needs to hear this um and i bought instant water heaters they are cheaper um Mm -hmm. and you only heat the water when you want to use it um, you don't have to have the, the boiler going the whole day. Um, what are instant water uh, heaters? Sorry, like I'm trying to figure I'm wondering if it's what I have here in Mexico. It's just like it's a, connected to the tap. Like yeah. yeah. Every time I switch on my tap, I hear the hot water tap, and it's almost like it's lighting with gas or something. That's it. Oh my God, yeah, that's what I like that. Yes. Right and I've been yes. wondering where the geezer, where's the geezer? This is why I'm asking. Yeah. So so we we removed the geezer. We were like, you know, we're gonna go seamless and we're gonna go small. Um, and someone was asking me, uh, what's the longevity? And I was like, you know what? It really doesn't matter. Even if it's two years, we're just gonna replace it and put another yeah. one. We'll have um, it's our investment, you know, we'll remove it and put another one. Um, and I know it might not make business sense to other people that, that just do business for money, but I also, I also do business for, for dignity more than dignity and sustainability. I think low cost housing, I think Sunday, there's a gentleman that was on our podcast, um, episode six or seven, Sandy Lehogan has got has got multi-lets in 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 Taffentain. and his whole sense is about that when you speak about brand he says there's there's enough and the market that you are in Yeovil and Taffentain yeah. has got lots and lots of units all yeah. over yeah. but when you build your units a particular way yeah. then you attract a particular tenant a particular person a particular yeah. tenant and yeah. that makes a difference that does it, you know yeah. like the person you yeah. will attract the person that i will yeah. tell we have wi-fi we have free wi-fi yeah. we have uh hot water um instant uh hot water it's a person that's going to give respect to your the unit absolutely the amount of work and the amount of heart you've yeah. put into making their living space comfortable. Absolutely. You will attract that person. You will. I think yeah. so. So um, the, the part that is the, the, the current hair salon, I, I figured that it was, it was the garage. 
That's why it's standing where it is. And I think when you go and evaluate a property and say, why do I need the garage? Why don't I turn it into a unit? Why don't I make it a usable space that brings me rental? That's what the owner had done, isn't yeah. it? And, yeah. and that's how we, we need to think. It's, it's all part of sustainability. We, we've got these spaces that we absolutely don't need, use and don't absolutely need, and we don't, we don't maximize what we have. True. And then we say we don't have money. Yeah? And we don't have land. We don't have land. <laughs> yeah, and we, we always forget that land is where we are. You know, it's it's it's, it's not it's it's not like you're gonna go fetch it somewhere. It's yeah, you have to you have to be innovative. Yeah. yeah. That's the only that's the Absolutely. that's the yeah. Let's just talk about what is the kind of a uh, rental range in, in, in Yeovale, um, Sue. I know your units are not the same size because I've yeah. seen them, but what is the rental range that one attracts in the Yeovale area for, for a bachelor unit with a bathroom? I think for for a bachelor unit with, um, with, uh, with a bathroom, depending mm-hmm. obviously on the size, as you said, mm-hmm. um, it can range from 3,000. For, for okay. instance, my units, um, mm-hmm. the, the 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 lowest rental is three thousand rand, and mm-hmm. we have we go we going up to three point seven because okay. yeah we do have so the three point seven one we actually mm-hmm. have uh, units that are one bedroomed like one full oh one full bedroom. Apartment. Yeah, mm. so there's a bedroom and there's also a living area and there's okay. a bathroom and a and a and a kitchen and a kitchen. Yeah. yeah, so that's okay. that, that's the highest we have mm-hmm. at the moment. Okay. Wow. 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 <laughs> so I love I love the story of of flipping. You you were just telling us you recycled um you recycled the the window frames because you had to make them smaller to fit what else did you recycle Sue? we recycled some doors um yes we recycled some of the doors um what else did we recycle even some of the tiles my my guys were like so um, they were amazing like you know like like when you when you find people that are directed to your path um, I think your work becomes so much easier. So much and, easier. and I find that's, that's what happened in my case. Like in my wildest dreams, I would have never pulled that off. It was just a monster on its own. Um, no. But the one thing that I must say is the bones of that house mm. were impeccable. Mm. And the way they had also done it, they they had like this these large windows that we, me and the builders had to uh, take out mm-hmm. and cut mm. the size because I was like, there's no need for for you to have a window that goes from one corner to the other corner of of of, of a room, you know. Mm. Let's let's take them off, and 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 imagine. These guys did all that. They went on and they took the windows off 
to put them back. Mm. You know, and, and, and every time I get there, you will see like people are trying, you know, they, they, they're trying life. And for me, I think that was the one marvel that, that that's, that's the one thing that warmed my heart Your heart yeah. to, to the place and find like people are fighting to survive. They want to do this. And also, you know, just embracing the fact that they're doing it for me. Mm. You know? And I think, I think when we, when we talk business, we always think money is like the pinnacle of, of it all. Yes, yeah. it is. And it makes the world go around and all that jazz. But for me, I think it's the heart, man. It's, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think anyone who can feel me, feel me. But I, I think it's the, it's that thing of wanting to, to give dignity, to say, you know what, mm-hmm. come home. And, mm-hmm. and I think, I, mean, I, think- I think so. If you're doing something just for the money in business, your business will be very short-lived. It yeah. will it will do well for a year, but yeah. or maybe even a year and a half. But yeah. in the long run, business is also run through word of mouth, through customers talking, through reviews. So if your customers and your team is not feeling your heart. They won't be able, they won't do the work when you're not there. So I think this is the biggest thing that most organizations struggle with, right? Is that how do you make people work even though they're not, even though you're not there and you're they're not being watched? Yeah. Tactics and all that. Mm-hmm. I think that is the big thing. Having so that's what you're talking about here, is that it's a lot more than just there has to be more motivating people in your team to do the work than just the money because then they won't go over and above anything else to do the work. That's so true. That's so true. It is so true, really. And Sue, having gone through what you've gone through with the Philippines, would you do it again? I'm already looking. I'm already looking. So good. You know, you know, there is something about um, what's the word that I'm looking for? There's something about doing doing something that fires your soul. Okay. You know, and you're not just doing it for yourself. Yeah. You, you, you're doing it for 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 the bigger, uh, for the wider mm-hmm. person. You know mm-hmm. that, that's how I feel. Like every okay. time I walk, I walk around or look around that area. I'm like, these are there's so many beautiful people. There's so many decent people. I know. I know. That needs, that needs what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. So why yeah. can't I give it my hundred and say, yeah? And you, know, you see, our ministers and our government, if they were to walk the streets and see how many decent yeah. people walk around, 
They may be poor, but people are simply decent. And everybody requires to be given dignity. Just because you have less money than me doesn't necessarily. So you are absolutely, so you all, I had an opportunity to walk that property that Sue is talking about. And we, we really had never done a flip with a direct flipper and because she is a first time flipper and her excitement she invited me <laughs> yeah i never heard you and she was doing the flip she said do you know a plumber with whatsapp do you yeah. know a lawyer with whatsapp everything was done through whatsapp <laughs> and, it was the most, and i was like ah. you know sue how i hate concrete i really don't like dust i don't like concrete yeah. i really want to see your project when it's done will you do a podcast so this podcast yeah. was four months in the making how long did it take you to to, to flip the house uh, sue we, so we started march? we started the 1st of march yeah um and 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 we done now it's it's just um yeah. not not all the um, uh, the units are occupied so we're just doing um we're just doing some maintenance there's windows mm-hmm. that still needs handles for, for the units that are not occupied so we started with the units that that were occupied to make sure that everything is 100% perfect for them um and i think they are they are starting to to be happy now because and we had issues with with the with the blockage we've got a huge tree on the so th- those are some of the things that you you probably find if you are uh, a person that's buying a home mm-hmm. to to flip or for investment you'll old find trees. The old trees um so we've been struggling with that we have to call jobek water to come I I don't know what they're gonna do because that tree. I'm trying to fi- to 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 picture what they're gonna do with it, um, and I can't find that picture. But you know, th- there is those little snags. But mm-hmm. to tell you the truth, um, this first flip of mine, um, I think it's easy for me to say it was a breeze. But it was okay. a breeze because I knew what I was doing. No, mm-hmm. I did not. But I had people that I depended on uh, and trusted. And you have to trust. I promise you, if you listen to people saying that they're going to steal your paint, they're going to steal your cement, you'll never do this. I know. You're, you're not made for this. You, if you trust people, people will trust you back. For me, I think that's the one thing that I've learned Um, no. doing this to say I have to give them my 100% trust and if someone senses that this person trusts me they gave me a responsibility um, they will make sure that nothing happens to that responsibility mm-hmm. and I think that's uh, that's the one thing that I learned um, generally I trust people um, mm-hmm. and I try and show them you know that I do trust um you and 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 people just respond in a very positive way positive so way. Mm-hmm. yeah i can't say i can't say i had a headache to tell the truth maybe it was luck i don't know but um i enjoyed doing this um it was my first one like you heard me saying that i am already looking you know for my <laughs> project that that's how 
excited, but I just decided, you know, I never, I never really rested, mm-hmm. like proper rest, which is what I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and do now from with now, the second one. With mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll rest before I do the second one, <laughs> but I, 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 I most definitely I. I would say to anyone who can do it, you got yeah. nothing to lose. And also another thing that I wanted to just a nugget, you know, um, when when we were done doing the the, the flip, uh, we had we had offers to buy the the, the house. <laughs> I had I, I didn't tell you I had like three offers, three or two offers. Uh, wow that wanted to buy the house and wow. I was like hell no <laughs> that is I've coming much, it's um, coming yeah. and i I've, I've sensed that people who flip houses it, you you either have to love it a lot because people who begin to flip they really become addicted i i mean all the flippers i they will tell you i've had 50 flips and 100 flips you either like it or you are this side yeah. of me, you know. Yeah. So I think I think I think yeah. your creative sense comes out when you yeah. when you flip. So yeah. for you, you are probably the type of person who will do several. But Sue, this has been amazing. So tell me, your your flip started on the first of March, and uh, some units are already occupied. And yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so this has been two months, three months, three months of yeah. flipping. Three, three okay. months of. Yeah, it, I I also thought so it, because if you had seen the the place when we started, I never thought that was gonna be possible. Yeah, I yeah. never thought. I, I thought, yeah, you guys are just smoking something, telling me you need seven. What did he say? Twelve weeks, and I was like, there's no way. But they pushed and they they did what they had to do and. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> then, then I yeah, about like, you. I actually feel like I am full. Like I don't <laughs> have any other questions. So this has been incredible. I am yeah. so excited. Thank you. So let's move on to the next segment of the show. Let's do that. On to the next segment of our show magical feedback from our hosts where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode welcome to magical feedback this is the part of the show where we give you our three takeaways i'm gonna have lisa start us off as usual it's me again (laughs) i've got so many i'm not sure which one to start with all right um Let me start with my favorite one about buying property. Did you hear what Sue said about the house that she bought? She went and found a house on a bargain because it had rodents, it had dog poo, it was literally a dump. But it was a five-bedroom house with a very good structure, externally speaking, right? And she could negotiate the price down. We spoke about it on WhatsApp, as I keep telling you. And she ended up buying it for 800000 because that's what those houses around that area are doing. 
but she got it at a bargain because the prices they range between one point one to up to one point five, one point four, and she could get it on on a bargain. Now, when we tell people that what you do whenever you buy a house, make sure you buy low. When a person has left their property to decay, you are able to negotiate a price much better. So that's what we mean when we say you buy low. A house is maybe worth 1.4 million. She ends up buying it for 820,000 because the condition of the house. That's how you buy property. That's mm. my number one takeaway. Yes. I love that takeaway. Yeah. So my first takeaway is still my shock and awe, right? Yes. That Sue has a property in yes. the suburbs. Yes. That she has you that where she's utilizing a strip of land. And now in the you told us in the introduction that she then uses that land to also generate an extra stream of income. Okay. So my takeaway is, guys, it doesn't matter what you have. We've heard mm -hmm. on this podcast, people mm -hmm. come, share how they house hacked, how they turned a small piece of land outside to build back rooms, to start yeah. creating an extra stream of income. Now yeah. we're hearing how we can use the small little estate gardens to make uh, to grow food mm -hmm. and then to sell that food and make extra streams of income. Okay. So my takeaway is start where you are with what you have. Everything, if you've got a piece of land, even if you're renting, if you've got a small little patch, you can use it to do something, to grow something, to make money. So property in the, on its own, whether we're renting, whether we bought, it is still possible to make that make you money. You know, powerful, powerful, right? Such an interesting aha moment. Ah, okay. So my second takeaway, guys, is um, it's a wonderful one. I really love the way she's deliberate about how she goes about things. She's a planner, something that a haphazard mind like mine doesn't do, right? She's a planner. <laughs> And while she was calling me, I thought she was just finding out information and we were exchanging WhatsApps, yet she was collecting her power team. I told mm. her how I hate concrete and dust and, you know, flipping would just be hard for me. So I said, I don't know how you're going to do it. I've never flipped anything. And... <laughs> 
but you know it works well when you've got a project manager and she was mm -hmm. very brave she tells you she's a brave girl she yeah. just she's fearless she's fearless she does things yeah. like that so she had a power team up front so she had a project manager she had two attorneys she already had the building contractor and she had a mm -hmm. a carpenter long before she even started the flip while they were mm -hmm. negotiating the house so that's true but I believe flipping really requires you to plan a lot ahead before mm -hmm. you do anything. Yeah. Oh, that that's a powerful takeaway, Mizo, yeah. about like how flipping requires you to plan a lot. Yeah. I, it does. I think, yeah. So, what I noticed, what I love about renovations is that I feel like. Um, the idea of renovating and building is much more appealing to me than like with buying because I feel like I have control over the process. Whereas when you're busy with the banks and the sellers and the things, you know how that drives me crazy, guys. Like I just have meltdowns and I lose it. So, and I think we are all interested in different parts of the process. Of the in, process. Like we like different things about property yeah right yeah but i yeah. think that that's so interesting about the planning so people that are good at flipping like planning may actually do well in the flipping market yeah. and also very creative right like i love how she saw the vision so that's probably my second takeaway is the importance yeah. of vision is that she's the vision like not everybody has to see and understand your vision right i mean she went to a house that made her sin that poisoned her and she was like but i see the vision of this house it didn't yeah. deter her so i think that she worked from a vision as well and what i love about it is i will always say this that visions that are coming from within are much more powerful than when you go to a coach or you and they give you a vision or you listen to someone and then you adopt their vision. It has to be your own unique vision. So yeah. I really, really love this. I really love it. I, I, I love your, your takeaway. It does resonate with me and it resonates with the person that you are. You know, we've always known about flips. I think one day, one day soon you're going to do it. So let's talk about the flip itself as, as my last takeaway. Look at the stuff that Sue has done on the flip so that you take away some lessons from here. She was clear, this is an old house, but it's got a strong bone on it. She has kept the parquet floors. She's kept the pressed ceilings. She's reused them, cut them out. Every piece of material you should see on the in the yard, it's standing in little categories, you know, doors here, windows here. It's, it's so organized. It's not like a dump site of a renovation. No ways. It's all standing in line. I tell you, little pieces of planks that you might use, you know, that were used as panels or that were, that were skating boards, they are in one corner, in whatever. It's all organized. Wow. It's all organized. So you, there's a way of doing a low-cost flip or a flip that's neat and tidy. Okay? Mm -hmm. So they've taken advantage of the strong bone of the house. 
and mm-hmm. she has kept the fireplace. It's like a little feature inside of this small little unit, but it's shut down. But, you know, the, the decoration of the fireplace, she's kept it there. They cut up mm-hmm. some windows so that the big, big windows of the five-bedroom house could fit all the nine units. So they cut it up, made made it up and put it back together. Uh-huh. They flipped some of the doors. It is such an incredible, incredible flip, guys. And then what the additional things she's put in there to make her multilater peeling free Wi-Fi. He has put on water heaters to lower the cost of heating water and lower the cost of, yeah, lower the cost of, 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 of electricity. And she's, she's, she's got a very good, good fence and security around it. Because yeah, there are lots of lots of single moms in the property. So really, really love how she's thought about everything. She's really yeah. gone in gang ho. And you've got to love flips. You've got to love flips. There's there are three flippers that I follow. You 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 really absolutely have to have a heart for a flip. You mustn't be yeah. me. <laughs> no. I still say no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a feeling that the, that I'm going to do that my, not this property, because obviously I'm demolishing and building. I'm going to do another demolish and build. But then the third one is going to be a flip. I've already decided. It's going to be a full-on renovation of what I want yeah. to do. thought yeah. about it long and hard, and I figured out what I want to do. And so, yeah, but I don't want the heart and the energy for that. But I don't want to, like, yeah, I agree with you. I think it is, you have to be well So on top of that, Mizo, it yeah. also explains me when you describe what you saw, why it took two months. It was, it's, you know, like, I think we talk a lot about how before the work gets done, in anything, like I remember with my writing coach, um, yeah. Tony, she was like, writing is not the process of writing the book itself, right? Sitting down to write the book is like it's like 20% of the work. It's all the other things that you're doing before you write, before you actually sit down and type out the first sentence. It's all the other things. And you don't see it as writing. And I think it's the same with the flip. It's all the other things that Sue did. That, that's why we're like, oh, my gosh, it's like two months, two and a half months to yeah. turn all of this around. But because she was doing all the work before then. So when the actual work came, she had already done the bulk of the work. And sometimes we don't see that the actual work, that is the that the work itself isn't the work, right? Isn't the work, yeah. yeah. So it often feels like it just happens so quickly. And I know this as a writer that sometimes it feels like that. That by the time I finish whatever writing project I'm a project I'm busy with, it's like wow, that didn't take so long. But meanwhile, I've been spending months thinking, planning, researching. Planning. So I've had to change the way I see that. So. Thank you for that takeaway. My final takeaway is just the project manager. Guys, this is not even a joke. Like, I'm excited. 
to have him on this podcast, to sit down with him, to have his numbers. Yeah, so just a reminder once more that hiring the experts, it's the way to go, right? Mm -hmm. That saving money and trying to be, if Sue had tried to save money and do it herself, on top of having her job and everything, it would have taken her years. And it would have taken years to scale up to this income, right? And honestly, I don't think what I've seen, and I've said this often in the Money Magic student group, right, is that most people try to save money by doing everything themselves and they won't hire the experts, they won't get the support. But they don't understand that in that five years when they're going from pillar to post trying to figure everything out on their own, they could have done so much more in five years and what they saved they could have actually made 20 or 100 back in that five years right so i really really love that she hired the experts and that she hired a project manager so and i love that i'm going to benefit from that (laughs) that is my favorite we are building we are building an ecosystem and 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 having a pm took away that element of anxiety of spending on the flip for me that is so central because the reason why you and i started this is we keep saying about female uh, property investors we've got nerves about all the other things that we've been told we can't. You can imagine having to deal with this. You've got fears for your kids every day. You've got fears and of safety about yourself and your girl children. And then we've got fears about how the motor industry treat, treats us, the financial institutions treat us, and then property as well. So there are many, many layers of anxiety that the project manager actually takes away from us. This is such a key one. We have a hundred takeaways from this podcast, but we're going to leave it here. Definitely. Let's move on to the next segment of the show. Now on to the journey to magical expansion where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. So, Property Magicians, welcome to the next segment of the show. This this part of the show is the part where we ask all our guests the same questions. And to start us off is reading with a favorite question. Yay. So, Sue, please tell me, have you got a favorite book that changed your life? It can be a business book. It could be a real estate book. It could be a flipping book, a book on flipping. I don't know. Any book that, um, ins- that inspired you. Mm-hmm. Mizo, I'm going to burst your bubble. That's fine. Because creatives don't read. <laughs> ah, I'm a creative. I read. I'm a writer. I'm a performer. I read. Okay, there are two types of creatives, right? The creatives like you, artists, singers, and and then there's creatives like me that actually does make us. We make yes. So so we don't we we, we don't necessarily like read, read. Um, that's okay. Yeah. But but let me tell you something. 
I don't mm-hmm. have a favorite. I watched mm-hmm. a lot of YouTube. So yeah. I'm obsessed. Awesome. I, I'm obsessed with tiny houses. That was my um that was my first love for construction. Okay. Yes, I'm I'm obsessed with tiny houses. Just watching it what they can do in that little space. And I'm like, I've got this house that I don't even want to clean. Why am I living like this? You know? And so I watched um, all the tiny houses episodes you can think of. I'm not going to mention them by name, but I love, 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 love tiny houses. I love container um, houses. So if you, if you listening, you I can do the say, same. She's the one. She's, she's an addict to this yes. one. Yes. Ben is an addict of container, container yes. buildings. It's like yes. container houses. I can't get in our pay. I can't. I, can't. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I even I I was even like you know if I buy a farm I'm gonna buy I'm gonna build like a container house farmhouse. You know. Yeah. Um, I love I love innovative stuff that mm-hmm. are also that are also conscious. I'm very conscious mm-hmm. of the okay. environment. That we conscious, do. yeah. I'm very very conscious, so I tend to uh, fall on that okay. side of creative. I don't okay. know creatives. I don't know if that makes sense. But I must say. Mm-hmm. Property magicians, I've been watching you guys and listening to your to your podcast. Uh, podcast and listening to people that come on there. And I'm like, people are doing it. Mm. Why does everyone say, I can't? I don't know how mm. to. These people <clears throat> doing what they can with what they have. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so why can't people be inspired and just like go out there and say, let me try. I think people yeah. are scared to try, I guess, yeah. you know. Yeah. All right. That was question one. Let's go. Yes. The next question is what keeps you inspired, Sue? Whew. I think I love what I do. Mm. Um, I love what I do. And for me, I think, like I said, it's not, it's not about me. Mm. It's, it's, it's more than that. Like all my businesses is not, it's not just about making money. It's about, I am actually like really looking for how can I make it better? Mm. how can I make someone feel better mm. about, about the work that I do? How can the work that I do make someone feel better? Feel better. And I think okay. that mm-hmm. inspires me every day because I'm always looking for those ways, mm. you know, um, and other people that are doing great things out there. Like I look at, um, I look at, Alex and the work that he has done for the community, you know, and, yeah. and, and, I, and I get to think, you know, if I die, will people remember yeah. me? What, okay. what will they yeah. say? Yeah. 
know. I would I love you. to know, you know, um, what legacy are you leaving? Yeah, you leaving. It have to be mm. a money legacy Other for me. It's, yeah. It's, you yeah. know, um, that's true. You changed one person's life. That one person yeah. is enough. That's it. For me, that's that's all I ask, and oh, I think, yeah. 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 So tell me, is there anything that you look back on in this journey of property and of sustainable planting that you look back at and think, mm, I could have done that better. I wish I had known this or that. Are there any, any things that you look back on that you wish you had been told earlier? Who? You know, like sometimes when you when you feel too blessed, um, and I think Mizo, by now you know me. I know. I, I wear gratitude on my on my heart, so it doesn't matter whether something um, is so bad that people think it's so bad. Yeah. I always say, you know what? I walk up and I put my one foot in front of the other. The other. Yeah, so I'm that blessed already. Yes. Mm. So mm. so I think I don't dwell in in looking at the at the negatives. Mm. I quickly erase them mm. from myself because I, I I just feel like they weigh me down. Mm. And yes, I do understand that there were difficulties. Um I was stressing out with the budget because uh, I actually believe me, Mizo. I actually yeah. gave Yabe my card, <laughs> my bank card. <laughs> you were so scared. Yeah. So every time when I'm sleeping, the SMS comes and uh, this guy has spent five thousand rand. And then tomorrow again, and I'm like, what are you shopping for? And 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 you know, I think I got anxious. Um, even though I knew that we had a budget, but just watching that money uh, coming out. In and I think, yeah. I think it's, it's people need therapy for, for, for when you're dealing with a budget. Yeah. I, I thought I needed therapy <laughs> to deal with how my budget that's there, how it's going to be spent. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because I, I got so anxious and I think if there was someone who could have sat me down and say, you know, Sue, this is going to happen, you know, just put on your big girl panties and forget about it. About mm-hmm. it, yeah. You know, uh, for me, I think that's, that would have been really, really nice for someone to just mentor me on that part. I see. They, you know, I hear you. Um, that's what I'm laughing at. That's such an important thing to say because as you can see, also it's falling in love with the bank account then, but it's that one that you teach about expansion. You can see what this thing is going to do. You understand exactly, it intellectually, exactly. but your body hasn't caught on to the expansion. Uh, of course, exactly. you've, put, you've put value on that house. Instantly, yeah, yeah. 
that yeah. house is easily one six million yeah. as we spent today yeah. and you've put yeah. you've put a lot of value on it it was yeah. buying what was making it better but it still yes. made you anxious and there's no other yeah. way of putting it right exactly so exactly. I, I i really really we we live it every day at at money magician uh, student group because it happens all the time it yeah. can be a how good a thing it can be how inspiring and expansive looking but it still induces anxiety and for us mm, our society doesn't let us say that yes how ukalela ninje ukalela Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so why do the work I do? So it's precisely because of what you say. Because there's this assumption that once you've expanded and once you have the money and you're making the money, then like everything is good. But we don't talk about what that is doing to us on a system level. So most people get actually stuck in the anxiety and they don't know how to move through the trauma. So Um, and freeze response or the flight response of the anxiety. So the good thing is that you, as it was happening, you were able to be, you were able to process that. But yeah. somebody has a lot whose nervous system is completely already overloaded, may have completely gotten into shutdown mode and maybe even started fights, you yeah. know. Yeah, of course. Why are you this money? Why are you doing this? And yes. they understood that those fights are coming from the fact that they are triggered about the fact that the money is going out. Exactly. And it would have created it could have created tension with the team then and with the project manager and with everyone. But I must applaud you because even as all that was going was going on, you did a good thing. by giving your card to your project manager. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. having a self to the lot of courage and then that you couldn't stop the process because yeah. most people yes. if you had the card you would yeah. have been like no freaking way and like freaked out and stopped yourself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then again you also had this is not this is not me in this podcast saying guys go give your project managers your card. She yeah. said worthy project manager exactly. who was that regulated when he was spending this money because it could have we hear all these crazy stories where it's like someone went to one of the ladies bad events instead of like doing the job right <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing yeah <laughs> so i also you know like i was talking about trust mm. and giving someone giving someone your trust and them receiving it yeah. you can't go wrong because they will know what what they have to do you know yeah. and and i felt that and and also the nicest thing my project manager is also an accountant so it, and he is also like a stickler for every cent for everything spent. yeah but so, he's a property so, investor himself so as well he, you know so so he knows he knows the he's like an all-rounder if i must say you know and 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 he has like uh, he, every cent mm. literally accounted for mm-hmm. you know oh. and he send me a message and say you know what i i hired um a guy to come and remove rubble 
um, and I'm going to do an invoice. And so I've got invoicing for, um, for everything, for every single little thing, even if we paid 50 rand to a person. I know I'm hiring him, eh? That's what you need. That's, yeah, that's I what I need, Shane. There's no two ways about it. You, yeah. You're providing a solution to a problem he's that coming, I have. He's, yeah. coming to, he's coming to the podcast. He said yes, even yeah, before. So, oh, no, oh I trapped him into God. it. <laughs> yeah, you provided a solution to my problem. <laughs> okay. no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely in the case. Yeah. So, and, and, and um, also... Yeah. Also, sorry, guys. And you also don't you realize that creating these communities is just so fulfilling. And for me, it I is. think that's the excitement that you know we we can just be this circle of, yes. of people that can we've got a, mi- a microcosm. Absolutely, yeah. we've got yeah. an. Economy. I think it's very important. It is the guys that I was on site. I think I think this podcast happens richly because I went on site. Yeah. Um, the guys that that did the plumbing and the electrician guy were brought by the PM because they do they live on his properties. Like yes. we've got a whole economic model ourselves but we sit and wait on government to do certain things for us there is so much we can do on our own you've got sustainable food we've got an electrician we've got a plumber we've got a pm what do we need i i need your creative sense because vanille has got an eye for 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 flipping in that way i know she flies all over the place but if you were to to peg her down to one place. She flipped 50 houses. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. Because starting things from the ground is systematically her head works that way. Right. So I see, I see that all the time. You got an attorney. I've never met that woman, but she's done three people's um deals yeah. that way were, were, were that way that were referred by myself because yeah, yeah. She just becomes part of the, and every client she sees, she gives them special attention as if she knows she me. Did. She doesn't even. She did. She, did. she doesn't even. So we've got a community. We've got the power. We just don't know that we do. Right? Yeah. 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 Wow. I love this. So, <laughs> so what do you still need to learn in public? <laughs> Especially, let's talk about as you're thinking of doing the next property. What are some things in your head that you're thinking, I'm going to need to learn this or I need support with this? You know, Vangile, for me, right, I think with this property, I was, I was spoiled a little bit because I had, especially my PM that, that I trusted. Yeah. But I think I have a lot that I need to learn. I have a mm. lot that I need to learn. The only reason why I I couldn't learn as much as I as I wanted to in this first flip was mm. because yes, running uh, Nubian Q farms and running Nubian Queen on one hundred and one, um, and then Pivot, which is our property investment company, and I have a nine to five job, guys. She does. If you didn't know that part. She is too much, so, this one. Yeah. So 
so so between that and and after covid things just spiraled out of control especially at my nine to five so i've been yeah. busy and if i did not have Ndabezile on this team this this would have been a flop of not yeah. it yeah. would have um and also that being said that i need there's a lot i need to learn i need you know i had promised myself that in this flip i will be hands on like mm. at least and hands on but the mm. funny thing is i learn quick so i know i could go to builders and buy this and that and this guys like look at me weird um so so i've learned like I, i've learned the valves the the gate valves and and stuff like that so they've been showing me like this is what we need and i'll ask them like what why do you need that instead of this you know and they would explain so i have learned um a little bit i know that i can do better and i know mm-hmm. that i still need to learn from other people even people that have been in the business for 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 oh, a very long time, time. Yeah. you know um the, and and besides learning does not end that's no. that's the one thing that's guaranteed you know yeah. um you find we 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 innovative now we we're finding these things that can make that better um and we share so Absolutely. i'll learn they'll learn from from me so, you know um but i still have a lot to, to learn yeah so now we come to the last question uh not the last question the second of last you spoke a lot about um you watch a lot of things the tiny houses and the re- renovation of of tiny houses and container houses what is the one channel that you want to share with our listeners here that they must go to this is how people know what to watch for or what to read so please, please share you know i love i love the 170 channels so the the cooking 71 yeah. 72 <laughs> 73 74 <laughs> i'm talking about um, yes yeah. so so those So guys I am a creative right like yeah. like I'm saying I I watch I watch the cooking channels I watch the gardening channels I watch the building channels um which are the all property ones yeah the property ones um yeah. who's my favorite uh property builder by the way uh, there's so many men like I can't yeah. mean there's so many that I love you know Um so so those channels those are my channels if i have to wa- i don't watch too much tv um uh, mm-hmm. but if i have to watch um um anything and mm-hmm. also maybe maybe something that's got nothing to do with property i watch this this girl called Liziki uh on youtube she's mm-hmm. i think she's japanese or chinese and okay. she she does um she does cooking uh, but she actually cooks what she grows so she can mm. she, she can show you while she's planting it and it will grow and then she'll go pick the tomatoes and make them into different things into tomato sauce into this and that just the tomato she's that good 
and 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 I think the, those kind of people inspires me. Yeah, she reminds me of He used to make his own spices and pastes and things. I love, I love people. I love channels like that. So, um, yeah, so I can say people can just go, if, if you are into like creatives, like this girl called Liziki, she's on another level and she has makeup on, on flick, but you see her like digging, uh, using like the, those ancient holes that they that they use and she'll grow something and she'll harvest it or she'll go into the forest and forage um for mushrooms and things like that and she'll come and put like a whole first table of things that she picked up in the in the bushes so you might i'll i'll send you i'll send you a link of her so okay she, she inspires me a lot and i'm thinking along those lines for the farm like seriously i want to educate people that way you know you you show you show them how to grow it you show them what they can do with it because people always say like i don't know what to use um basil in and i'm like yeah you must you must you must be restricted to to using herbs in in a certain dish you can use herbs in any dish you want if you're feeling (sighs) put it in (sighs) chips (laughs) or put it in whatever it doesn't have to be just pasta you know like like we it's like we were taught to just restrict ourselves we were put in a box and be like and, and and imagine this is this is the simplest example i give on the growing side to say imagine if we if we consumed more of these herbs with every food that we eat. Mm. So like every single day you put Mm. the herbs that are in your garden, in Mm. your food. Can you imagine the kind of healthy population we would have? Yeah. The kind of health problems that would be solved from this? Yeah. You, you, we can we can solve so many problems. Um, you know, I, I I know like the Asian says says that there is there is food for every ailment. So basically, yeah, they can cook you a soup that takes out out gallstones. They would cook you a soup that heals your headache, and you've mm. seen that. And you, you, you've heard this. And they're mm. just using simple things from the garden that they mix together and they make a medicine. Absolutely. Mm. You know, for hey, me, I, so I don't know about food, but I can assure people plants and herbs cure so much. Things that people don't So, so much. Everything. Of your mission, why did you, what's your intention when you came on this show? And how do people reach you? I mean, I know without a shadow of a doubt that there are people listening to this and going, I need this woman for planting. <laughs> like, I need a for If you're like me, guys, you're probably like, yes, I have the property stuff to do, but the yeah. food is most important. Like, food is life. <laughs> Food is life, guys. So I'm already like, 
like you I need to find these herbs and like find some sheep and stuff. So how do people reach you uh, for the property and for the herbs and food? <laughs> so 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 on on we we are mainly on Instagram. So obviously all my other posts they spill um over to to Facebook. But mm-hmm. um but for for our for our gardening stuff and all the stuff that we do um it's Nubian Q Eben Patch um and on the property investment s- site it's pivot.propinvestment um and then um what else on the on the bag side it's Nubian at Nubian Queen on 101 um or on my I personal to tell people about your headbags but there you go yeah, <laughs> Instagram account for me. It's pivot dot prop investments. Pivot so prop dot yeah. Investments. Yes. Okay. And, uh, did you find it? Yeah. Uh, I wrote it down. Yes, we found. I found it. Thank you so much. Yeah. So so yeah. Basically, basically we. We can change our own world. That's that's our own world. I mean, Africa for for me. That's that's mm-hmm. what I mean. because I, I just feel so. like um, I just feel like we have so much. We've got the juice. We we must just go out there and you know make this this our Africa better. And I, I I'm I'm passionate. I'm passionate about making things better in Africa. Mm. Love that. Wow. Love that. It has been an absolute pleasure, Sue. We have enjoyed having you. Uh, thank you for coming on this podcast. And just a reminder to everyone listening in if you've listened to this podcast episode, then you've listened to the previous podcast episode where we talk about um, the property magician stuff out. We are sponsored by Property Magician Stockpile. So we have a whole mission to grow the Stockpile to 250 million rand or 17 million US dollars in the next five years. Actually, by the end of 2025, we will have 250 million rands worth of income generating assets so people can create, uh, so all our members can have a passive stream of income from the stock farm. If you'd love to be part of this mission and you want to make passive income and grow and be in community as you are also getting property education on over and above this podcast, then definitely join us. You can join us if you are in Namibia, South Africa, Lesotho, or Swaziland. You can go to Play Store, iStore, or Petal Search with, if you're with Huawei and look for the Stockfella app. Stockfella is spelled S-T-O-K-F-E-L-L-A and download the Stockfella app. Then search for, go under groups and search for Property Magician Stockfell. Then join the Stockfell. 
Okay, if you are not in any of these countries, please don't stress. You can still join the Stockpile. 50% of our members are not in any of these four countries. So you just you can just go to wealthy-money.com forward slash Stockpile. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash Stockpile. Stockpile is spelled S-T-O-K-V-E-L. And you can find out how you can join the Stockfile and be part of this incredible movement. We are already fundraising for deal number five. So far, when we're recording this podcast, we have over 300, we have just raised just over 380,000 rand for the next uh, deal. And that has a 17% return on investment in one year. So if this sounds exciting to you, Come through, invest with us, and let's create passive streams of income. Otherwise, thank you, guys. We'll see you in the next podcast episode. Thank you, Misa. Thank you so much, Sue. Misa, do you have anything to add before we go? So you've been a blessing. And thank you, Vangile. I enjoy this podcast, but, you know, you never know what's coming. And this has been such a surprisingly amazing podcast. Thank you again for coming. And see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa, and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free, and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income, or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as vangile makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians Podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at Miranda at wealthy-money.com. Again, inbox me at Miranda at wealthy-money.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.